Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And today, we're going to talk about investing and how waiting to invest is costing you potentially thousands of pounds. And we're going to be going into the three most common mindsets that I see come up in my community and in my audience that I feel are holding people back. Well, not just I feel, I know. (laughs) Um, But before we dive into this episode, I just want to let you know some very, very exciting news. The Feel Good Investor Course is coming back. It's coming back, honeys. I know a lot of you have been DMing me and asking, when is it coming back? Are you going to be doing it again? And the answer is yes. So this course is to help you go from feeling confused about investing to confident and finally investing your first pound all within three days. Now, I basically designed it to help people who know that they want to start investing, but just have no clue where to start, or they don't know the actual benefits of investing, or maybe they already started to learn about investing and just can't wrap their head around it. And this is the course that I honestly wish that I had a few years ago when I was learning about investing, because I spent hours trawling the internet, trying to piece it all together. But I've basically taken everything that I know, everything that I think it's important that you know, and I've put it into this mini course. Wow, so exciting. And the breakdown is essentially we are going to be looking into the practical side of investing, the emotional side of investing, and then also there'll be a real specific personalized Q&A session where you can bring every question ever. There are no wrong questions just to make sure you really feel confident enough to go out and and start investing. Now, the course is going to start on Monday, the 27th of March, and it's going to run for three days. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And there'll basically be one session every day for those three days, but everything's recorded. So if you can't make it, it's all good. And you can basically sign up to the waitlist now and you get a special early bird bonus if you secure your space before Monday, the 20th of March, when the tickets actually go live. So if you're interested, go sign up to the waitlist now. You'll get a little email with info about the course, info about the early bird um, bonus. And yeah, buzz in. So let's get into the episode. Let's talk about the three most common investing mindsets that I hear. So they are, one, I'm waiting to learn how to invest until I have more time. Number two, I am waiting to invest until I have more money. And I'm waiting to invest until the stock market or the economy changes. Now, whatever your reason, if you have any of these three mindsets in some capacity, it is costing you money, potentially thousands of pounds, which is what happened to me when I backtracked and realized that had I sort of you know, learn about investing and then started straight away, I would have saved myself that money. But this is, you know, knowledge is power. And this is what I want to go into in this episode, basically to break that down. So let's look at the first one, right? I'm waiting to learn how to invest until I have more time. So you're too busy right now. But let's be real. 
we're all fucking busy as hell, right? We've got social lives. We've got to try and keep fit. We've got to try and drink water. We've got to run businesses or hold down our nine to fives. We have to look cute. We have to be up with the latest fashion trends. We've got to try and date, but, you know, have good sex, but, you know, not get hurt, not get heart, heart and broken, broken hearted. You know, there's so many things. We've got to text back our mates. WhatsApp is like its own admin, right? We are all time poor. We're busy people. But why is it that our finances always seem to get deprioritized? Like if from a young age, managing your money and working on your finance was not something that you're, you were used to, I completely get it because it's not yeah, a habit for you, right? It's not a habit in your life, but you're the one who gets to create this habit and introduce it into your routine. That's something you get to choose to do. And it's really about asking yourself, what are my priorities here? What is it I'm valuing? And whilst I don't necessarily, you know, it's not money that's the value or having loads of money, it's what investing and what having money can bring you. Security, stability, um, spontaneity, the life that you want, whatever. And that's what you have to tap into. Looking at what is it I'm prioritizing and what is it I am valuing. Now, if you don't introduce um, investing and, you know, looking after your money into your routine. Let me tell you, years will pass and you will be like, fuck, I said 10 years ago, I was too busy and now I'm 10 years older and I'm in the same position. I don't have any savings or investments. I can't afford to do all the things I want to do. And that no one wants to feel like that. And sometimes we choose to be busy to avoid having to face up to our finances. Yeah. I went there, people. She went low. But truth hurts. And that's okay if that's how you feel, but it's making the conscious choice to go, no, actually, let's face up to this. What is it I need to do? How is it I'm going to create the life I want to lead? And investing should be a big part of that. So let's let me give you an example in real financial terms. If you started investing today versus if you started investing in 10 years' time. Okay, so scenario one, you choose to put some time aside now to learn how to invest. And remember, there is no perfect time to learn. Like the amount of, and I'm guilty of this, the amount of things that I've said that I want to learn about and I've bought mini courses or I've bought bought workbooks or I've bought whatever, or I've just said, yeah, I want to do that and I'm waiting for the perfect time to start. There is no such thing as a perfect time. There is always going to be another task to tick off the to-do list. There's always going to be another party to go to. There's always going to be another holiday that we need to finance. So again, it comes back into this idea of priorities. So let's just say you put some time aside now and you learn how to invest. And also adding to this, remembering that the learning and the knowledge process doesn't have to be as long, as strenuous, as boring and boring as you think it potentially could be. I think a lot of the time we think, oh, learning to invest, I've got, it's going to take me years. It's going to take me this. I've got to reload. Actually, and this is why I've built the course, is that you can literally learn very quickly and easily when you understand the language, you understand the concept, you understand the, your, the mindset and you understand how to get started. Like it doesn't have to be this, it's not like you've got to get a degree and invest in, right? Anyway, I've gone off track. Back to scenario one. Scenario one, you put some time aside to learn how to invest and you've got £100 that you can afford to invest every month and you get started ASAP. £100 every month for the next 30 years at an average of 8% return, you would have £150,000 in total in your investing account. So that means you over the 30 years have only contributed £36,000 of your own money and you've actually made £114,000 worth of interest. So £114,000 of free money, basically, by investing early, okay? Now, scenario two is you keep putting it off. 
You're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting for the perfect time. You're waiting to find time to sit down. You're waiting and like learn about it. You're waiting for that process of feeling like, oh, it's such a big deal about learning. And you wait so long, five years pass, right? So instead of investing for the next 30 years, like scenario one, you invest for 25 years because you've been waiting five years, right? If you were to put £100 away every month, like the same, same scenario as before, but you only did it over 25 years time, you would have in your investment account a total of £95,000. So you would have contributed £30,000, which is only £6 less than the scenario from the scenario number one, but you would have only earned £65,000 in interest. So you're literally, just by waiting five years and that £6,000 less contribution that you make over those over that period of time, you lose out on £85,000 of total earned interest. So free money just by waiting five years to get started. So this is how using I'm too busy right now as an excuse to either learn or I'm too busy to even start is costing you thousands of pounds. Because the longer that you're in the stock market, the better. This is what compound interest is. And this is one of the things that I break down in the course. But compound interest is where your money grows over time. So the sooner that you start, the better. And that is a clear example of why. Now let's go on to mindset number two, which is I am waiting to invest until I have more money. Now this is a classic one, right? Because people just assume that to invest, you need to have money in the first place. But the thing about that is, first of all, that's how the rich got rich, by investing. You don't invest if you're rich, you invest to get rich. So that's the key thing, first of all, which is one of the investing myths that I am blowing out of the water. And then it's also asking yourself, what does more money actually look like? What does what does that look like? Is that having a higher salary? Is that having um, lower bills so you have more disposable income? So if let's take those two scenarios. If you're waiting to have a higher income, Okay, I get it. Usually when you're, if you climb the corporate ladder and you're, nine to five, you're in a nine to five, if you stay on the same career path, naturally over the years, of course, you like to think that you will get pay rises and that your salary will increase. But you never know what's going to happen. You might suddenly want a career pivot and you've got to start at the bottom again. You might decide you want to quit the nine to five world and you want to run your own business and you're back down to zero again. You never know what's going to happen in the future. And then also, as you get older, usually what happens is your bills get more expensive, maybe because A, inflation, so we're living in a world where things are getting more expensive and our wages aren't really uh, increasing in alignment with that. So things are getting more, more expensive and we have less disposable income. You might have a family, you might end up getting a mortgage, you might want to do bigger and more exciting things. So your chances of having more disposable income in that respect Again, not necessarily going to increase at the same rate. Lifestyle creep, you know, when we get more money, we increase and inflate our lifestyle to meet that. So all of these things is saying like, okay, I'm saying I want more money, but like it's such an intangible statement because what does that look like? Now, if you don't prioritize, prioritize, <laughs> if you don't prioritize, if you don't prioritize investing and your future self, you will always be waiting until you have more money. And I think that, because we're so lucky where we can literally get invested with such a small amount every year, which is like amazing, right? We live in this world where, you know, years ago, you would have to be a man. <laughs> you would have to go to the bank. You would have to ask for your money in golden coins. I don't actually know. But do you know what I mean? We had, there were so many more obstacles. Now, if you have a phone and you have internet and you've got five pound a month, 
you can be, you can start investing. And to caveat to this, you know, like I appreciate that we are living in uh, an interesting economical time. And this is new for all of us in regards to like what is happening financially. But if you don't prioritize investing in your future self, you will just get much more of the same situation, right? The point of investing is to get yourself to a point where you're financially secure, you're financially stable. And you're the only one who can do that for you. Now, let's just go back to saying, you know, you could start investing like five, 10 pound a month. It might not sound like a lot, but I tell you now it makes such a big difference. I'm the same, right? It's like where I used to think, well, what's the point of investing such a small amount every month? But there's two reasons really. One is for the habit, you know, you build a good habit, but two is so that it can build up and compound over time. And you are much better off starting with a small amount and starting early than waiting to invest more, but in like 10 years time, right? So I'm going to give you a breakdown in actual financial terms. So let's just say you started with £10 now, a month now, and then you added to it slowly over time as you got more money versus you waiting about 10 years and then you go, oh, I've got more money and I can start investing at a higher amount. So scenario, so so let's just say you're 30 years old and you want to invest until you're 60. So you have 30 years to invest. Scenario number one is you start investing today with £10 a month consistently and you're increasing your monthly contributions every year. So in year number one, you do £10 a month. In year number two, you do £20 a month. In year number three, you do £30 a month and so on until you reach, I don't know, £100 a month and you remain at that amount for the next 10 years. So instead of waiting 10 years to be able to invest £100 a month, you're starting now with £10 a month. You see? So this means you're investing consistently for uh, 30 years in total. Now, those numbers, you would have contributed your own money, uh, £30,000 £30,600. That was quite the mouthful. You would have contributed £30,600 of your own money and you would have a total of £101,935.17p, which means you've earned a total in interest of £71,000. And that was under the same basis of getting a return of about 8% per year right? Scenario number two is that you say, I want to wait until I have more money. So maybe you're waiting to get them, you know, you you wait a couple of years for a pay rise, you know, you get a pay rise, but then you move and your rent's a little bit more. So you don't have as much disposable income. And then you have a family. And then before you know it, 10 years have passed. So even though you've got a higher salary, you've missed out on 10 years of consistent investing, right? So you go, okay, cool. I've got hundred pounds spare that I can uh, invest every month. So you do hundred pounds a month, for the next 20 years, you would have contributed £24,000 in total, which is only about £6,000 less than scenario number one. But you would only have £59,000 in total in your t- like investment, which is a total of £35,000 in interest. So that's 50% less free money compared to scenario, scenario? <laughs> scenario one, if you miss out by not starting now. So basically, you start now with a smaller amount and build it up. And in that scenario, you made £71,000 interest. You wait 10 years, you start investing at £100 a month, and you've only got £35,000 interest. Now, some of you might be going, oh, £35,000 interest though, that's still fucking winning. Agreed. But why would you want to miss out on another £35,000 or £36,000 of free money? And that is why the mindset of waiting to have more money isn't going to fly because we've got the opportunity to start investing now with such a small amount. So that's breaking down that one. 
And then the final mindset that is holding you back and potentially costing you thousands is I'm waiting to invest until the stock market or the economy changes. Now, I understand this mindset because if you don't fully understand the stock market and you just can see the economy, you can see that inflation is really high, you can see that, you know, uh, financially it's not the best time, naturally you're going to be like, oh, um, I, I don't want to invest my money, I don't want to lose it. But ironically, when the economy is in a bit of a shit place and the stock market is down, it's actually technically, financially, the best time to invest and grow your money for the long run, right? However, that being said, I'm not a believer in, and you know, all people with a long-term investing strategy also believe in this, do not try to time the market. So do not try and figure out the best point to invest. The best thing you can do is start soon and be consistent every single month, no matter what the stock market or what the economy is doing. When you try and time the market, you actually end up losing more money in the long run in regards to what you have, right? So caveat to this, it is the best time in regards to getting the best deal on what you invest in, right? When the money, when the market is down. But there are so many things you have to make sure like you have in order with your finances and that, you, you know, you've got to make sure you're not putting yourself in a shitty position. So you want to obviously, especially with everything going on right now, the key thing is making sure that you've got an income, making sure that your bills are paid and that, you know, you can afford to live appreciate this is the situation that we're all in right now. And that is always the priority. However, if you can look to spare five to 10 pounds a month to start investing, it will go a long way. And you're then not trying to time the market. So let me give you an example of the cost implications. If you keep waiting for the stock market to go up and down versus just investing consistently and regularly over time. Now, I read an interesting article by the Schroeder's Personal Wealth, and I'm going to read you a bit out, which basically just compares, they did some research into what happens if you try and time the market. So with UK stocks, If in January 1988, you'd invested £1,000 into the shares of the 100 100 largest UK companies, so this is the large cap index, and you left your investment alone for the next 34 years, it probably would have been worth about £15,000 by June 2022. Bearing in mind that past performance is no guarantee of future returns, but this is just a forecast, right? The outcome would have been very different if you had tried to time your entry in and out of the market. So if you had tried to figure out the best day to invest. Oh, is it high? Is it low, right? During the same period, if you missed out on the UK's large cap index's 30 best days, so basically um, the days where that specific index or fund or stock was at its um, lowest to be able to, you know, get the best deal. If you try to time it, and you missed out on the 30 best days, so 30 over the course of 356 days, don't know how many days there are in a year, your same investment would probably be worth £3,100. So basically, if you missed only the best 10 days, you would still lose out substantially and you would end up with just 7,500. So less than half of the outcome that you had remained invested and captured the growth of those 10 top days. So basically, what I'm trying to say there is if you had £1,000 and you left it in the stock market, uh, from 1988 to June 2022 for 
for the 100 largest UK companies, you'd have about 15 grand. If you didn't do that and you tried to time the market and you tried to figure out, oh, what day do I do it and what day do I don't? And you miss just 10 of the best performing days, only 10, that's quite hard. That'd be intense. That's quite a small, narrow, you know, the chances of you miss, missing 10 specific days is quite high. Instead of 15,000 pound, you would have 7,000 pounds. That's 50% of the ink of the outcome. That's 50% difference. Now it's the same for, um, they did the same with US stocks. It was the same um, that in 1988, if you had $1,000 um, and you did it into the US largest um, companies, your investment by June 2022 would be worth $31,000. But if you missed out on 30 of the best days, your investment would only be worth £5,000. So what you can see is just how easy it is to potentially miss out on thousands of pounds with the mindset of I'm waiting for the economy to change and I'm waiting to time the market. Now, hopefully that wasn't too much jargon for you, but it's just a good financial um, breakdown, I guess, of understanding what happens if you try and time the market. Now, you can see how these three big myths and common mindsets could be costing you thousands. And I know that investing feels really scary and feel like feels really overwhelming. Like this was literally me a few days ago. A few days ago? <laughs> a few years ago. <laughs> I heard about investing and it just took me a long time to like, I guess, learn about it. It was a real process for me. And when I learned about it, I was like, why are not more people doing this? And then it still took me over a year to actually invest my th first pound. And that cost me thousands. So if you're doing the same, I think just have a listen to these examples and think about what it could be costing you in the future. The sooner that you start, the better. And what I will say is remember that messy action is better than no action. So yes, you need a level of knowledge on how to invest and what you're investing in and what the risks involved are and how to change your mindset into becoming an investor absolutely all of that stuff is important. And then getting started and just cracking on and getting confident by experience and doing it yourself is going to be key. And I think that you will be so surprised by the numbers that you can achieve even with a small amount of money. And that is one of the things that I do go over in the mini course, in the Feel Good Investor course, which is basically... I will show you some examples of if you put this much in, how much will you end up in this amount of time? If you put this much in, how much will you end up? And we just do a couple of example scenarios. So yeah, so I hope you I hope you found that um, this episode helpful and I hope you all have an amazing week. Please do feel free to slide into my DMs with all and any questions about investing and check out my socials for more investing tips, investing tricks and also to learn about the Feel Good Investor course. I am so excited. I love hosting it. I love the people that did it last time. It was just so much fun. It was amazing. And oh, I'm so excited. So just as a reminder, the spaces are going to go live on the 20th of March to get your ticket. So um, yeah, keep your eyes peeled. But if you do sign up to the wait list, it'll be in the show notes. You can buy an early bird ticket, uh, which will, you'll get a little bonus on. So that is going to be live between today and Monday the 20th. So yeah, I hope to see you there and I hope you have an amazing week. Bye.